Hello everyone and welcome to So What Happens Next Small Screens. I am one of your hosts, Thomas. I'm Amber. And this week we are rounding off our month of Marvel Marathon with the latest MTU series from Disney Plus, Loki. sort of like weird run of Marvel, mostly television, I guess, like <laughs> post-pandemic Marvel. Um, you know, so I'm doing good. And uh, we're talking about a, uh, I think what I'm going to straight up say might be my favorite of the MTU series. Is, is, is. <gasps> I know. <laughs> it might be my favorite, but it might also be like a close second. I don't know. There's some, some weirdness to it. But, um, you know, let's dive into it. So we're talking Loki, the television series made after a fan favorite villain character from the Thor universe. Um, this, this show is just kind of bonkers, really, in a ton of different ways. But, uh, you know, to start us off, Amber, can you tell us what the hell Loki's even about? It's basically, so it occurs right after the events of the first Avengers movie. But after the events of the first Avengers movie, after the events of Endgame, right? Yeah. This is where see, it hits the ground weird. It's so like, basically, yeah. y'all know how, like, you know, Loki gets apprehended by the Avengers and they go through that whole thing. And then um, also during Endgame, they mm-hmm. have to collect all of the stones, one of them being the Tesseract. Right. And so while. Iron Man and Ant-Man and Captain America are attempting to do that from the future. Sorry, right. this is like really, yeah. So let's, it already okay. starts off very end, bad. We'll, we'll but, preface it with like Endgame, Iron Man, Endgame, Ant-Man, Endgame, yeah, Captain yeah. America. Okay. So they're trying to get the Tesseract, of course, so they have to follow their past selves and go through the whole thing, basically. Yeah. So as they have like Loki apprehended and, you know, like the Avengers win, yada, yada, um... Future Tony Stark and Ant-Man, they almost get the Tesseract. Oh, not the buttons! Not my gumdrop button! And then, unfortunately, what happens is they get fucked by the Hulk, and everything just, like, chaos ensues, and basically Loki gets a hold of it. And so that's where it starts, is to where we see what happened when he took the Tesseract and basically went bloop, like, just went somewhere. And he ended up going to this weird space... I forget the location. Wasn't he just in like a? He desert? was in a desert, like yeah. Just some rando desert, yeah. Somewhere? And he's just like, where the fuck am I? Right. And then all of a sudden, these mysterious people in like uniforms right. they come and apprehend him, and they're basically basically just like, we're the time force, time police, or yeah. whatever, and we've come to take you, and they take him, and that's kind of how this whole show starts. Right. So Loki gets taken by the TVA, the Time Variance Authority, I believe is yeah. the proper terminology. Um, 
which is I aesthetically loved the TVA. Like we get there, it's this like sixties kind yeah, of Yeah, it's like your typical di- office space. Right. Yeah. And just the whole thing, everything's got that wood paneling or the big rounded, you know, edges and stuff like that. So like that was fun. But uh yeah, he because of the endgame Avengers mm-hmm changed shit and Loki got away. Yeah, which he wasn't supposed to. He wasn't supposed to. Spoilers. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess if you've seen the first Avengers, then you know he wasn't supposed to get away. But, like, they... Yeah, so, by the way, spoilers for Loki. Again, we... I know... I I feel like at this point in this show, it's like, you know, what, what are you even doing here if you're not expecting spoilers? But... Just in case you're new to the show, welcome. We will be talking about the plot, so if you're not ready for that, go ahead and bookmark us and uh, come back when you're done watching the show. But, um, yeah, so Loki is a variant, is yes, what they call a variant now. The whole point of the TVA is to protect the timeline. The sacred The time sacred timeline. Time <laughs> and so anything that branches off, like think about it like a tree. So mm-hmm. you have things that just kind of branch off from the tree and those are not supposed to happen. And if they do, the TVA is supposed to correct it and right. basically get rid of those variants. Which and like so, big quotes around supposed to because we'll, yeah. we'll get to it by the end, but it's uh, Yeah. <laughs> so... Basically, Loki is considered a variant at this point because he's supposed to get arrested Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, And so he has to go through in front of a judge. We get to meet a talking, like, clock. Clock. Miss Minutes. Yeah, Miss Minutes. Who (laughs) was really amusing. She has this, like... This accent. Yeah, she has that down home, y'all, accent. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, y'all. I'm Miss Minutes. I'm here to help (laughs) y'all. You're not supposed to be here, Loki. We're going to vaporize you and send you to the end of the fucking universe. (laughs) (laughs) Bye now. (laughs) Yeah, no, that... Miss Minutes is is creepy as fuck by the end of this show. I'm sorry. That was so (laughs) uncomfortable. But But then Loki also meets Owen Wilson, who plays Mobius. Yeah, Mobius. I think his name is literally like Mobius, Mobius, Mobius or something weird like that. Gotcha. Yeah. He meets Owen Wilson, who, when they announced he was going to be in the show, I was like, Owen Wilson? Like, really? Like, okay. I mean, he's not bad act. He, he's done a range of things. Like, that's fine. It just seemed kind of like a weird choice. But yeah. I fucking loved his snarky ass in this show. Like, he's he's doing a great job yeah. with Tom Hiddleston in this. And I, I, was, I was here for it. But yeah, Owen Wilson is chasing this, what is revealed to be another low-key variant. Yeah. And so he sort of saves our Loki here from getting, what do they call it? It's like erased. They have a word for it. It's basically like erased from the timeline. It's like purged or something like yeah. that. Um, and and he enlists, enlists his help right. to he's like, track down this variant. Yeah. Because who better to find a Loki who variant than a Loki, Loki than a himself? Loki. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and like he's that's like his whole thing, and he of course he's also explaining the TVA. Like, so this first episode of the show is very. A lot of people I heard didn't like it. Um, they liked it like as a show, but they really didn't like the first episode because it was just a fuck ton of exposition. Yeah. Like, and I have to be honest, I actually really like it for that reason. Like, to me, we're introduced to everybody. We're introduced to the concept of the TVA. 
And we also get like a lot of like, let's dive into Loki as a character here because the nice thing they do is this is a Loki taken out of a point in time when like Loki hasn't turned good yet, guys. Like Mm -hmm. this is immediately after the events of the first Avengers movie. So he's like the freshly caught big villain, you know? We haven't watched him do all the the shit like from Thor 2 and 3 and all that stuff. So he has to kind of go through and like Mobius actually has him like sit and watch like, hey, this is what's supposed to happen to you. And he watches like his own fucking death at the hands of Thanos and shit. Like all this crap that's yeah, supposed to happen to Ragnarok. him. Ragnarok. Yeah, everything. He watches all, like all his people die and then him die and just like everything ha- that's a, quote unquote supposed to happen to Loki. Um, and it's like interesting, like he's trying to escape and he almost does and then he doesn't. And you get like the big, you know, reveal is that he finds like the infinity stones because he, he finds like the Tesseract and he's trying to use it to get out and he can't. And then he's like meets some office worker who's like pushing a cart that's just filled with infinity stones. And he's like, oh, yeah, we get those all the time. Like some guys use them as paperweights and Loki's just like the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, you know, like this ultimate power in the universe thing. I think is the quote uh, in reference to the TVA. But yeah, and you're introduced to everybody. I like the first episode because I'm like, you know what? Let's get all this shit out of the way. It's a TV show. Like, let's get the exposition out of the way of what the world is, and let's just get on to it. And it kind of this show kind of became the buddy cop show that I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier was going to be for a minute mm. with Owen Wilson and Loki and Tom Hiddleston. I was like, oh. Okay, like, cool, we're doing this at some point. I'm down for it. Um, But yeah, and so they go hunt down this variant Loki who turns out to be a woman. Gasp. Um, You know, it's a lady Loki who goes by the name Sylvie. Um, No clue why, but that's what she does. Uh, Played by Sophia DiMartino. Um, who she was great. I thought she was, she was good. But yeah. I, I liked why. Really, I don't think there's anybody in this show who I was like, meh. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but yeah, she's trying to take the TVA down because she was to be purged or whatever when she was a child. Yeah. But escaped. Mm-hmm. Is that my understanding? And so like she... She She's been the on TV the run game. since. Right. And has been building this plot to like destroy them. Yeah. Um, but has to get to the timekeepers, who are the three super powerful beings that run and organize the TVA, and basically they decide who lives and who dies because that's the ones who create the sacred timeline, as it were. Mm-hmm. Which spoilers, they're all robots and they're just fake. <laughs> um, they're all just fake it's all a ruse <laughs> but yeah uh, Amber just like out the gate I guess what 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 did you think of the show I thought it was okay yeah. like when you say it's your favorite I'm like ooh like <laughs> it's definitely not my favorite um, yeah I mean it was interesting I will give it that it was different mm. from the two shows that we had previously seen Again, it's just, it was so short. And even yeah. though everybody did like wonderful performances, for me, like they explained everything okay. I was like, okay, I can get behind this. And it wasn't until the very end, like it just kind of dropped off for me. 
Really? Yeah. And I was just like, I don't like this. Um, yeah, it was just the ending was really poor, in my opinion. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so I think it brought it right. down a lot for me. I kind of dug the ending. I'm not going to lie. Um, that's just, I mean, I'll be honest. When we go to the end of the universe or whatever the fuck, when we meet all the variant Lokis, like yeah. that, I was like, whatever, like, fine. You know, it's coming from That was like away. the highlight of the show. What See, are you talking I, that, about? I'm just like, what, like, I loved <laughs> when we get, like, like when we get there, like Richard Grant doing yeah. this. Doing the thing, I loved that. Like he's creating from memory this place he hasn't been yeah. for like thousands of years, mm-hmm. arguably, and he creates it. And it's like it, I loved that, but really, like once John, I loved like Jonathan Majors on screen. I, I people were like, I didn't like him as as Kang or what? His, I don't know. He yeah, the, the one who mm-hmm. was he who remains or something yeah. like that. Um, and I'm just like, dude, I'm loving him. I'm loving him as Kang. Like, are you kidding? Like. He's just such a great, like, I don't know. It We'll get there. It's it's a whole thing. But, yeah, so basically the show kind of follows Loki running off to go stop Sylvie, who then sort of they team up, and then everybody teams up against the Timekeepers, and then the... Oh, man, it gets weird. Um, <laughs> It starts getting strange because, like, everybody's kind of on the same side, and then... Or everyone's, like, it's, it's pretty black and white, right? You have Sylvie and Loki are bad. Mm-hmm. Timekeepers are good, or vice versa, depending on your perspective. But then you start getting like Owen Wilson having doubts about everything, which leads to uh, Hunter B fifteen, played by Wunmi Moscow. Uh, sorry if I said your name wrong, ma'am. You did a great job in this show. I actually <laughs> really loved it. Um, <laughs> uh, who, her, and Jonathan Majors. Lovecraft Country, previous episode, also a fantastic television sh- series yeah. that I would argue is probably better than Loki, but oh, um, yeah, like, like, actually, like a lot, <laughs> like a lot better than Loki. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, her and Owen Wilson are kind of have starting to have doubts about the whole timekeepers. Like, what is, what does it mean for this timeline to be sacred? And like, what the hell? And the leader of the TVA, I guess, in the like militaristic capacity, uh, Ravona Renslayer is the character's name. Uh, played by Gugu Mbatha Rao or Raw. I don't quite know, but she's. I liked her because she did that very like she did that. Re- the thing I think is really good in performances is that when people do the like, I am so uh committed to this cult type thing almost mm-hmm. that I will not see logic. I think she did that great because there's a point where like Loki's like you're all variants. Like the plot twist is every single individual in the TVA is a brainwashed variant of whoever's supposed to be in the sacred timeline who just goes through thinking that they were created by the timekeepers for the specific purpose of maintaining this timeline. And it's like, "Oh, holy shit, you're like real fucking people like you're not just kind of fantasy cops and she refuses to believe it and it becomes like a whole she's chasing them and then purges them to the end of the universe or whatever the shit and uh yeah that's where you meet like Loki other Lokis you get like a little kid Loki who's like the only Loki to kill Thor or something like that you get a crocodile Loki (laughs) who I think fans of aptly named Croaky is that Mm -hmm. that what it was yeah he's that's funny he's just a crocodile (laughs) with like a Loki helmet and there's even like there's even doubt that (laughs) that he's a Loki at all in the show but yet they can understand him which is hilarious I loved that you had Richard Grant playing classic Loki who's in like a very like old school comic accurate costume 
uh, and he's like the old one. His whole thing is that he ran away, I guess, or something like yeah. that, um, and just stayed running to live. And then you have like boastful Loki, who's I'm not 100 percent sure what his deal is. It looks like he has like a hammer. This is the other thing too about the show is you have, <laughs> these, var- you have these variants, and they're like, oh, like Sylvie, for example. Yeah. They're like, oh, people are like, oh, her variant issue is that Odin told her she was adopted when she oh, was a kid. Oh, gotcha. And I'm just like, but hold the fuck up. There's this sacred timeline. There can only be one Loki. Mm-hmm. The whole show, I thought, oh, it's a woman. Like, is Loki came out a girl in that timeline, so we gotta make sure that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Which kind of threw me for a loop. Because I was like, wait, so there's like a... Can you be... Can that happen? Like, how does that work? You know? Mm-hmm. Same thing with, like, Boastful Loki. He's like this big black guy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like... My problem here is it starts to get a little funky where it's like, okay, Loki's supposed to be this white British man. Uh, he cannot be a woman and he cannot be a black guy. Yeah. So purge him. And I'm like, yeah. that is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, then, but then they're like, oh, they're, they have these other quirks that make them variants. And I'm like, but wait, what does this mean? Like, is it okay if Loki is like, say, a black woman as long as she does what she's supposed to? quote unquote to do yeah like I wish they kind of cleared that up because it really still feels like those two were just purged for being not Tom Hiddleston um which is just a little uncomfortable in and of itself I am absolutely disgusted but yeah we meet them and we go to the end end of the universe beyond the universe the end of the world or whatever whatever the fuck it's called where we meet he who who whatever is forever he who who remains, remains. Kang. It's Kang the Conqueror, okay? If you guys are familiar with the comic, we're doing a Kang thing, but I think the one thing I hated about this, not hated, but felt a little weird about, is it's Rick and Morty. Oh, jeez, Rick! <laughs> Funny enough. Yeah? They had the the creator of Rick and Morty. Dan Harmon? Yes. Wait, like, on wrote? The show. He wrote on the show? Yes. Really? I believe so. I sorry, I must have passed it, but I was just reading through the trivia and it said somewhere they brought the creator of Rick and Morty on. Oh my god. As showrunner or something like that. That's absolutely nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no, it's not Dan Harmon, but it was Michael Waldron was brought oh, in as Michael a showrunner Waldron. due to his work on the adventure comedy Rick and Morty. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Like the show definitely is walking the, and I think season two which by the way this is the one MTU show that's gonna get a season two I think that's where we're going with this and I think that's where Multiverse of Madness is gonna be kind of like a horror version of Rick and Morty but my problem was that like Kang essentially explains like he might as well have just looked at the two Lokis and said hey guys so you ever seen Rick and Morty I'm Rick after a million years <laughs> like cause that's what he says <laughs> yeah you get the cre- they go to this castle at the end of forever outside time or whatever yeah. the fuck it is and they walk in and it was so this is what I was talking about it was creepy is they're just like standing in this dark castle with like golden cracks along the walls yeah and then Miss Minutes just pops into existence and I is know, like at hi first, y'all 
I was like intrigued. I was like, is Miss Minutes the right. villain? Like, I'm like, where's she gonna change? Where's she gonna change into like this creepy transformation yeah. into a, like real thing? Like, oh, I just put my consciousness into a computer. I exist across time. And they're like, I thought you were just an assistant. It's like, mm, kinda. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, which they do a subtle job with her, I think, in the show. Like, they slowly build her up as, like, a more than just, like, a like an Amazon Echo entity. Yeah. Like, she actually has some degree of agency. Because I think we get that with, uh, with the chief woman. Like, she asks for a bunch of files, and Miss Minutes gives her the wrong files. Goes, here, I found these for you. She's like, this is the one I asked for. She's like, I know, but I think you should read it. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, then we meet, uh, um, we meet uh, a Kang the Conqueror, who's basically like gives. I dug this performance, and I liked this character. Mm. I am a little, my my Jimmy's are are minorly rustled that people didn't like it, because I'm like he's setting it up, guys. He's a dude who's been manipulating time for like millions of years, like yeah. if even that, like more than that. And this guy basically is like, yeah, so I'm from the future. Like, I am just a dude from the future who learned how to, like, travel time and cross dimensions, right? Yeah. And as a result, like, I met the other versions of me that learned how to do the same thing. So, again, if you've seen Rick and Morty, it's pretty much the plot. Ah, you're right. It's the plot of the Szechuan Sauce episode, which they, you know, of course, because it's Rick and Morty and they're like, oh, fuck continuity. You know, they say is bullshit, but it's that same idea is like a Rick meets another Rick who discovers how to do this. And they're just like, hey, come become the smartest thing in every conceivable universe. The infinite Rick, a god, a come do things. And like the Rick goes into the multiverse, you know, exact same thing with Kang. And there's like good versions of him, bad versions of him. But there's so many of them that eventually this leads to like some kind of crazy Kang centric war. Yeah, it's like multiversal war. So like. It was a real thing. Like, the multiverse war that the TVA teaches was real. And, like, Kang, or in this case, He Who Remains, like, destroys, manages to win. Yeah. And as a result, he goes, all right, I'm going... Like, his whole thing is he tamed this big monster that we see at the end of the universe that can, like, devour things and, like, yeah. nullify it. um, Remove it from existence or whatever the fuck. And he's just like, I took, I managed to tame that thing and I used it to wipe everybody out. And then I was like, okay, fucking a man, I'm going to use him to like purge all the little splinter timelines. And we're going to have one timeline that I have like calculated out will not result in anyone but me. Like it'll only result in the one Kang. Like there's no, no crazy variations, no conqueror Kang. There's just he who remains one. So it's kind of this loop. Will come back to me every time, and he creates the TVA to do that by like purging the memories of the of the variants and like making them cops or whatever time yeah. cops and shit. And so you have like he goes, all right, like I knew you guys were gonna be here, and he looks at Sylvie and and Loki, and he's like, hey, you got two choices. He's like, you take over for me, and you basically do my job, and you run the TVA from the shadows, or you kill me. Everything that already happened happens again because mm-hmm. of the multiversal war. Yeah. And then I come back into existence theoretically anyway, end the war, and then we're right back mm-hmm. fucking where we started. Yeah. 
And you get like Loki and, and Sylvie fighting because there's this whole trust thing. Yeah. You can't trust a Loki. And then like Loki is like, hey, I've like grown up. I don't want this power. Like I'm not trying to just take his power. I don't think we should do this because yeah. like lesser of two evils situation. Yeah. And then Sylvie like kicks him through one of the little magic doors and he goes back to the TVA yeah. or something. And she kills him. She kills humans, which I was like, damn, like, you know, it's got to happen. But it's like, wow, we actually went again. We're going there in the MTU. We need to go there more in the MTU, I think. Like, just fucking (laughs) dial it to 11, man. Let's do this. But yeah, she kills him. And uh, he's like, oh, shit. Uh. (laughs) He's just staring at his chest with his knife. And he's like, damn, like, you did it. Like, oh, boy, well, I'll see you. I'll see you in a little while. And like, he's dead. Yeah. And then the end of the show. Loki's in the TVA and he runs up to Owen Wilson and and um, B fifteen and is just like, guys, we have to stop it. It's all a trick. Yeah. Sylvie's gonna kill Kang or whatever, and we're going to all lose it. And Owen Wilson is like, who are you? And it's just like, oh fuck, because we watch when Kang dies, everything just goes splintered. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's all going fuck up. Yeah. Everything's ruined and like. Loki's dumped in an alternate timeline where it appears, based on the giant statue of him in the TVA, that Kang the Conqueror proper, the villain, is now in charge of wherever the fuck he is. And Owen, it's alternate Owen Wilson has no idea who Loki is. They're just like, well, you're just like an analyst or something, yeah. right? And it's the whole thing there. So... That's where we leave it. And then they're just like, Loki. I think they say something like, Loki will return in season two or some mm-hmm. shit. Whereas Sylvie's just chilling at the fucking end of the universe or whatever. I know. And how is she going to get out of that? Well, so. does she? Did she keep the gizmo? The time door gizmo thing? Time door? Maybe she did. I'm not I don't sure. Remember. But yeah. I don't know. What did you think of the ending? Like, are you like, oh, yeah, like, let's, like, this got Again, so much better. Again, I already said you're just it. Not, like, I you're just not, not into it? Yeah, I was not impressed with the ending. But uh, I'm not impressed by your performance, and I look forward to, to fight you in the near future. I don't feel strong enough about it to say my usual, <laughs> it must be nice to be wrong. Because I, I could totally see it. Like, this is, I mean, I can always see it. It's okay to like something. It's okay to not like yeah. something. I'm always kidding when I say that. In this case, though, I really feel like, yeah, this is such, like, a... Yeah. If you're into this like cosmic time travel sci-fi shit, then this is the definitely the show for you. Like mm-hmm. if you like Rick and Morty and maybe want like a slightly more narrative and serious take on the same similar subject, I think where Marvel's going with it's pretty legit. My big gripes are that we set up theoretically who the next Thanos level big bad is in a television show. Yeah. Which like I know, which the episodes are already short to begin with. It's not like hour long episodes. Like And they're still doing the credits thing. I hate that. Credits take like fifteen minutes. Yeah, the credits are cool. At least in Loki. I did really like the credits in Loki. Like the files and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And just kind of yeah. And the music was really amazing. The the musical score. The music in Loki was so good. Yeah. But it's just too damn short. Like how are you supposed to build up a villain? When you only get 30 minutes with him, and then you're just like, okay, like, see him next time right. on like, season, season two. two yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think of like Doom Patrol. They built up really well with like 
I don't know. There are other TV shows that build up their villains really mm-hmm. well, but they take the time to do it. Right. Well, and I think the problem is that this show only had what? I mean, this show had like less than 10 episodes. Yeah. They only had like seven they, episodes or yeah. something like that. They had like seven episodes. Each one was maybe 45 minutes yeah. a piece, not including credit times. Yeah. Um, or I'm sorry, that is including credit yeah. times. So there may be only like actually like 40 minutes yeah. a piece or so. So that's like hard to wrap things up. But the problem is like you're introduced in the show that there's like the TVA. Yeah. First thing is like variant Loki mm-hmm. or this variant person evil okay we gotta stop him and then it's like they're a variant loki and you're like whoa loki versus loki okay interesting we're gonna like face a really evil loki then it's like no actually this is kind of like tragic character oh god like the love story like come on come on i was gonna wait to talk about this but yeah let's do it let's do it i hated it i didn't like it it's uncomfortable it's the uncanny valley of love stories is like in every regard i'm like this is they have great chemistry. They work good together. Like, this is in every way, shape, and form perfectly fine. Yeah. Except for the fact that they're theoretically the same person and it's weird. Yeah. And I get, it's like, the only person Loki could ever really love is himself. And it's like, it's still fucking weird. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just fucking weird. Yeah. Like, I didn't like it at all. It could have been a sister-brother relationship, and that, like, would have been fine. Or, like, maybe maybe do... I don't want to say, like, exactly like it, but, like, in Mr... Spoilers for Mr. Robot, real quick, but, like, when uh, he he's like, oh, yeah, like, um, he kisses his sister, and he doesn't know it's his sister. Like, the kind of like Star Wars. Yeah. Spoilers for Star Wars, if you didn't watch that fucking show. Or movie. <laughs> <laughs> Been out for, like, almost 50 years or so. Um, but, yeah, like... He kisses Leia, and then later they reveal that Leia's a sister, and it's like, oh shit, that's wild. But like, they've also established this other relationship, or like again, Mister Robot, where it's like, oh, you forgot again, or something like, like you clarify that these characters can work well together, but like this thing is 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 something that shouldn't happen because like that's fucking weird. Like I wouldn't go date a female version of myself in an alternate timeline. That's just think about that, gang. All you guys listening right now, just <laughs> think about that. If you went to an alternate timeline and found a the opposite. Well, I guess, you know, we're living in the future, so, like, whatever. Go to an alternate timeline, pick whatever your persuasion may be, a different version of you, no matter what, whether that's a woman, whether that's a man, whatever. Another version of you exists. Would you date them? Have a serious emotional relationship. We're not talking, like, would you just go fuck yourself in an alternate timeline? It's like, no. You, like, are having an emotional relationship with yourself. It's weird, and it's just that... It's the uncanny valley of relationships in the show. I didn't dig it. I didn't dig it at all outside it of, kind like, of everything like, else. That's one of the other things that ruined the show for me. I was just like, I can't take this seriously anymore. Yeah. I, yeah. We just did a Futurama thing. Like, that's literally <laughs> what it was. <laughs> it's impossible. I mean, if she's my grandmother, who's my grandfather? Isn't it obvious? You are. I wish we did something like that, but no, we're doing like Loki just wants to bang Lady Loki, and it's like, oh, it's okay, her name's different. And it's like that doesn't, and she looks a little bit different. And it's like Feige, it's like, really? that's not doing it, okay, man. That's not, that's that's not changing the deal. It's weird. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, and you know, I guess it kind of helps that they don't end up together by the yeah. end. Yeah. Um, and I think ultimately the thing they're going to have to do is kill one of them off. Yeah. 
Um, because betrayal? Well, just because what is the alternative? Loki and Sylvie go off into the sunset at the end of the series and have a great life together? That doesn't make no damn sense. Yeah. They have a kid. Is it just a clone? Like, what oh, is this? Ew. Like, you know, this raises so many I implications. I <laughs> 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 I mean, like, that's the problem with stuff like this, right? Yeah. Like, when you open that can of worms, everyone's going to be like, hold up. It's like, it's like, why was Sylvie uh, purged? Yeah. And it's like, oh, because Thor- Odin told her that she's a frost giant. It's like, or the fact, or is the fact that she has a vagina, right? Like, which is it? Because that's the problem. You haven't established what the rules of the sacred timeline are. Mm-hmm. Is the sacred timeline the MCU up until Endgame? Mm-hmm. Because if it is, then she was totally purged because she's a woman. And that's kind of a shitty reason to purge somebody here, man. Like, that's kind of crap. But, you know, is it because she's a different person? Is it because she wanted to be a hero or something like that? And there's all these people coming up with, like, these theories. But I'm like, at the heart of it all, our Loki is a white British guy. That is, there's one timeline. Yeah. Give me, give me what we're doing. Is, is, it, are we doing like a time as a circle thing or what? But it's weird. That definitely brought the show down to my mind. I think that's why I, I know I said like it might be the my top one, but now that we've just revisited that, <laughs> I, I definitely, I don't no think longer. it's my top. I don't think it's my top. It's not my top. Cause I think, I personally think, we'll get it out of the way now. If I had to rank these shows, I think it would go WandaVision, Loki, and Falcon. Only because parts of Falcon were really frustrating to me because it yeah. was like, I get it. You know? <laughs> like, I get it. We're talking about America not being the best. We're talking about race. Like, it does it... At, in On the one hand, Falcon Winter Soldier did this fantastic way of showing you this, like, really very, like, upfront and almost... And very brutal at times look at these mm-hmm. subjects and then it would turn around and it would almost like look at the camera and go hey do you guys get it you got it you, you yeah. got it we're talking about refugees over here and we're talking about race over there mm-hmm. and we're talking about america like being world police <laughs> over there like you guys got it right you got yeah. it right? We'll, we'll tell you still we'll, we'll, we'll explain it we'll summarize it but just want to make sure you guys got it and i'm just like come on like you did a great job and you almost fucking ruined it because you <laughs> you decided to explain it to me yeah. like i was an idiot and then loki has some weird shit I don't think it explains everything well, and I think it's trying to introduce way too much for a TV show that's going to be mainline. Like, Kang is clearly going to be our big space-time bad guy, our our Thanos character, right? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking Julia Louis-Dreyfus might be our sort of terrestrial Earth bad guy character. We got those two established in a television series, in yeah. a couple television series, which, like, I get the M- MTU and MCU are big. I get it. But, like, come on, man. Like, what about all the people that aren't, are interested, but maybe not? I guess, I guess, I guess. If you're interested in this stuff, you probably have Disney Plus, or you're sailing the high seas to get these shows. So, Disney doesn't care, but just kind of makes me feel bad like the people who want to see these movies maybe don't even want to watch the TV shows are going to go into the next whatever Marvel thing that's coming that's not Shang-Chi or Eternals and they're going to be like oh damn who the fuck is Kang wait Loki's alive I thought he was dead what's going on (laughs) wait where did Scarlet Witch get that costume where'd the book come from what do you mean? Why are they calling Captain why are they calling Falcon Captain America like what's going on what is happening like 
there's so many things that are just like left kind of to these shows, yeah. which though they're good, and again, I suggest you watch them. It is like a lot of gates to get past. This, yeah. like, you know, unless you're like you said, unless you're like sailing the high seas, which we, we don't, you know, we do not condone the use of piracy in order to watch media on this television on this uh, podcast program. But it just makes me feel bad. Yeah. If you had to rank them, though, Amber, what would you rank these shows, and why? If you could give. Oh, rank this show? No, no, each each one. So all the MTU series so far, WandaVision, Falcon, and Loki. Wait, like one, two, three? Yeah, one, two, three. Oh, I do WandaVision, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier, and Loki. Defend yourself. I don't need to defend myself. You need to defend yourself. I did. I explained why I didn't like because I thought Falcon was a little too ham-fisted. WandaVision was yeah, pretty solid. Up but then the you end. got Loki over here trying to fuck his, like, basically self. self. Yep. Self sister. Yeah. yeah, it's vague. So Loki's what your rank was Loki's at the bottom. Yeah. What made Falcon better? So WandaVision's your top, right? Yeah. Now, I'm not gonna argue with that because it's my top two. Yeah. Um, I think everything about WandaVision was weird I think and Falcon, fun. But... Like, although it was serious, and you know, sometimes they were kind of beating a dead horse at times with its political yeah. stuff. I think it did a good job, like, just establishing two characters and kind of prepping them up for the next movie. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, Loki, I don't think we're going to get, like, a movie. We're just getting another season. And right. it's like, okay, but next season then needs to be, like, way better. But there are already things that you've done that you can't reverse that. So, right. I mean, my interest is kind of, like, at the bottom gotcha. for that. Whereas, like, for, you know, the upcoming Captain America and Winter Soldier, it's like, okay, like, I would go see that because it set it up for that. Right. So you see it as, like, okay, the MTU is doing what it's doing, what's supposed to be doing with, like, stuff like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, and even for WandaVision, it's setting her up for Doctor Strange. Right, the next show, or big movie to come out, right? Whereas Loki is, like, we're just kind of teeing up Loki season two. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think that's how it's going. My problem is like, so my problem is with the, let's talk now that we've gotten it all out of Mm -hmm. the way, let's talk MTU on the whole so far. Okay. Do you think this is like the way it's gone from WandaVision to Loki? Mm -hmm. Do you think this is like a good idea in the sense, not like making money. I get that. I get it, everybody. Disney just wants to make money, so they make a TV show. No fucking shit. But like narratively, mm-hmm. do you think this is a good move on the whole, what was formerly just the MCU? Like we had all these movies that were blending into each other, and now we have these television series. It's okay, but it's not accessible to everyone. Like you just mentioned, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then having to like look it up. Yeah. Um, but possibly not being able to see it unless they like pay for the subscription. So I feel like they should do it how DC is doing it because you have your main Avengers, which is known as the Justice League, and then you have the non Justice League members, I guess, and they've created like Titans. They've created a TV show for that. Mm-hmm. Um, like Stargirl and like like um, Doom Patrol like yeah. people who 
wouldn't probably get a movie because they're not like big enough. They're not Superman or Batman. But like it's still pretty cool to like explore different um, characters. And I think that's where they could have done at least with, you know, like I was kind of disappointed that they didn't didn't do that with Loki because again Loki's probably not getting a movie he's dead unless they somehow resurrect his ass like <laughs> which I mean I guess they could yeah right? they could but, but yeah. yeah I don't think he's gonna get a movie and so it would have been nice if they had like really like I guess like focused more on his character instead of trying to bring it back to like what was happening like you know with the yeah with Avengers right. so because again it's still all very connected it's still very connected to at least Endgame or like the first Avengers movie right or both even so and I'm just kind of like tired of it like I'm just like okay can we focus on other characters that are not like Avengers because that's all we've done at right. this point so you're saying like so uh, like to use like your example and I think we both agree that WandaVision kind of worked like this a little bit yeah but that WandaVision and Falcon the Winter Soldier were set up as like supplementary material to yeah. support the movies. Yeah. And like that's cool because they don't maybe exist in a vacuum, mm-hmm. but like like you said, they're all connected, right? Yeah. To everything, which is fine. And I agree with you. Like it is a little annoying because when something's not supplementary anymore, mm-hmm. and I remember this being a big complaint with Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like a bunch of shit happened in like the ni- eighth or ninth movie. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah. And Disney and Lucasfilm were just like, well, if you read our comics or you read our <laughs> books or you read this other fucking thing, like it makes sense. And a lot of the people who were like supporting it were like, oh, well, in the compendium of spaceships or whatever, it, it describes exactly what's going on. And it was just like, that's great. Like, that is fine, and I'm sure knowing that is awesome. And were I, you know, 12 again, I'd probably be all about it. I was back when the prequel trilogy was coming out and shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, as an adult who just frankly doesn't have fucking time to, like, go read every comic book that, that Marvel puts out and every, you know, big compendium of knowledge book that everything puts out, like, these movies don't make any sense to me. Yeah. You know, like it stops making. Why do they want this? Oh, because it turns out that's what their ships are all run on. And it's like, well, they never say that once. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, you know. And so I, I remember that being a really big concern and like complaint with Star Wars was it's just like none of this makes sense because you put all the supplementary crap in something, not the movie. There's mm-hmm. no explanation. Yeah. And that's my worry with the MTU because up until Loki, it's all like kind of like you said. Like, let's look at the character. We'll give them an adventure. But let's look at the characters. Like mm-hmm. let's let's flesh out Wanda. Let's flesh out Vision. Oh my god, Vision! I I, I like they just flesh him out so well, yeah. and it's great. And they do the same thing with Falcon Winter Soldier. They kind of double down, and though it got ham fisted at sometimes, you do get a good feel for like who is Falcon, who is the Winter Soldier, and even these other new characters. You get an idea. You feel that they're complex. They're not just the bad guy or I'm the wannabe Captain America. I actually have a person. Yeah, I am. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Loki does that sort of, but it's a little too heavy. Like they're clearly setting up Kang and yeah. I'm kind of let's like like we keep saying you're going to go into a movie, we're going to be introduced to Kang and it's going to just be like who the fuck are you? And all the like maybe half the characters will know. But Loki's over here like, "Oh, I already knew that." Because my TV show, go watch Loki on Disney Plus. <laughs> Ding. And then just like walk away. And just like, that's, that's kind of shitty. Like the big bad set up. 
Or are you gonna like just say fuck Kang and do like Galactus or something? Or is Eternals is deviance? I think they're called like deviance or something. I don't yeah. know if you guys have watched that new trailer. Is Eternals like deviance gonna be the big bad? In which case, oh great, okay, whatever, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, seems kind of out of nowhere, but okay. So yeah, like, I think this conversation has lowered Loki a little bit. Because if there's one episode that really was boring as fucking sin, it was the episode where we did do a bunch of, like, character development on Sylvie. Yeah. When they're on the apocalypse the planet. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, and they're, they're like, about to die. Like, yeah, yeah, that was a lot. It was a lot talking. because it's just in one episode. Yep. And now that you've highlighted because I didn't think about it at the time, but now that you've highlighted it, I think that was the problem. Mm-hmm. Is we're doing, like, I liked how we're setting up the show in the first episode. Fine. That's cool. I'm good with the exposition there. Mm -hmm. But there's no, like, hey, let's do, like, a character study across the rest of the episodes. It's like, we'll save it. Episode four will be our character study, and everything else will just be, like, background growth from there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I guess, but that just leaves fighting the TVA. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Loki's the perfect character to do that with. Like, he, he's a trickster dude. He's not yeah. fighting people, you yeah. know, or normally wouldn't. I will say, though, it's pretty cool that he got an executive, uh, Tom Hiddleston, that has got an executive producership on this Yeah. Show. Like, kudos to you, sir. You you got your character to not only come back from the dead, but, like, you got to be an executive <laughs> producer on your own TV show. Yeah. That's awesome. So, like, good on him. And I still think the show's good. I just, we'll see where season two goes, you know? Mm-hmm. But with all that being said, Amber, final questions on uh, Loki. So you've ranked them. Your ranking is WandaVision Falcon with Loki at the bottom. So you mm-hmm. kind of went in order of release here. Yeah. Right? What is your rating for this one? And your uh, should people watch this show or not? This one's like a 6.8 out of oh. 10. And sure, if you like Loki. <laughs> <laughs> um. I feel like this is one you could probably skip unless I know there's a lot of Loki fans out there. (laughs) So if you're like really into Loki as a character, then yeah, you should probably watch it. It's definitely for those people. Yeah, it it is for the fans. It's for the Loki stands out there who are like, oh my God, Tom Hiddleston's on TV. Yep. And it's just like, okay. Yeah, it's definitely for made for those people. So... Yeah, but you know what? If they come out with a croaky TV show, I will be all for that. Or old Loki TV show, like. I think it's so tragic what happens to old Loki I though. Know. Is he he explains? I think his arc is that he explains he runs away and he just like. Dude, he had off. more fucking character development in like just five fucking minutes of explaining like yeah. what happened to him. It's tragic. Yeah, he's just tragic character who just like ran away from everything and then regretted it and like the TVA was fine to have let him just fuck off to the middle of nowhere yeah. but then he got sad and he just wanted to see his brother again yeah. showed up and the TVA snagged him and it's just like shit dude that that is some bull like in that like you said in that moment it, it shows this tragedy of Loki it shows just how kind of evil the TVA yeah. is like they were completely apathetic as long as he wasn't causing yeah. a problem and then instead they were just like Oh no, he wants to like interact with the people. Like yeah. nope. He gets mm-hmm. gets pruned. Pruned. Yeah. That's what they call it. They call it pruning. <laughs> um which is probably better than purging. Yeah. But yeah. And then at the end he like sacrifices himself so that they can 
whammy the monster and go to the other yeah. side of the universe. The only fucking one that can do magic, by the way, because I didn't realize uh, Tom Hiddleston's character can't do any magic, which is crazy to me. Wait, I thought they he could. No, he could do magic. Sylvie couldn't do magic. No, it was the opposite. No, she she learned how to. So her character I read is based on a character called the Enchantress. Okay. From the comics. Basically, her her thing in the show too is that she can she can whammy you right. She can mess with your yeah. brain. Kind of not gonna lie, kind of like Scarlet Witch in uh, Age okay. of Ultron. But they have a discussion in that fucking long ass episode where they're just sitting on the apocalypse planet. Yeah. Where he learned magic from his mom. Oh. That's why he can do all the okay, shit. Gotcha. But she never got to that point oh, because she got taken as yeah, a kid. I see. So she taught herself how to do the whammying, which Tom Hiddleston never learned how to do because mm-hmm. he's like, I didn't know you yeah. could do that. Um, I see. So everyone knows magic but her, actually. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I stand corrected. Still, everybody's a Loki, <laughs> so at the end of the day, you're never wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think uh, my rating for this show... It's always hard to keep track of them all. <laughs> um, I think it's like, I think I gave what the I think I gave Falcon like a seven. Yeah. I think this is like a so let's call it a seven point three just to be safe because okay. it's it's I liked it. I if there's one thing I don't like in 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 any kind of narrative, it's when it has to like blast its meaning at you. Mm-hmm. And so, as important as the things that Falcon and the Winter Soldier talked about are, yeah, it just feels so patronizing to me. Because it's like, you think I'm so dumb that I didn't get it? I get it. Your whole show is about refugees who are angry at the people who control the world because they're refugees and nobody gives a shit about them. Like, I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. In that, I'd be pretty pissed off too. But then it's just like, we gotta tell you that. And then it's like, oh, hey, look. Like, these black people are being treated by, like, a inherently racist system. And, like... They're treated poorly for that. And it's just like, I know, like, you showed me that really well. Why did you feel the need to, like, continue explaining it to me? Now you make it feel like you're... It just makes it feel like they're ego-stroking themselves yeah. more than anything. It doesn't make it just feel like I'm stupid. It makes it feel like they have to go, oh, yeah, I made a television show that talks about the racial divide in the United <laughs> States of America. And it's like, yeah, I know, I watched it. I know, but did you? <laughs> and it's just like, oh, God, I get it. Jesus, you're so fucking woke. Um, when it's like, be woke, it's good to have these things happen. I mean, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is, I think, an important show. Mm-hmm. But when you acknowledge how important it is in the show, it can be a little like, okay, so you know what you're doing. I know what you're doing, but I we understood what you were doing before you felt the need to tell us. Loki is paced funkily. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the best way to put it, right? Like... Because we, we wanted something with a little bit more character stuff. Yeah. Right? And it just sort of plopped it all in the middle. And an almost like bottle filler episode was yeah. just like, hey, let's talk about Loki and Sylvie's characters for like 45 minutes. And it's like, that's fine. You should do that. But can you spread it out? Can you give me an emotional climax along with our action climax at the end of the show? Uh, and I think WandaVision did the best version of that up until the end yeah where it just it couldn't help itself it had to become the marvel beat em up and fine i don't know how else you'd end it it's a superhero yeah. show but you know after a certain point it was just like we gotta fight the witch and sword and yeah and it's like okay cool but everything up until then was like well we're really talking about loss and like the denial of it and just 
the horrible lengths that this person in serious grief will go to 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 even have some semblance of that again and it was just interesting and the whole show was an introspection on Wanda and that was like really cool to watch but yeah I think it really to me it goes Wanda Loki and Falcon just because the things that bother me most Falcon did more than Loki but Loki was still funky like I think really the divide of ratings should be a little bit bigger (laughs) but you know it's hard to weigh them without calculating every single thing we've ever rated on this show but I, and I think you should watch it I think you should watch it because I got a sneaking suspicion they're going to be like Kang the greatest threat to the universe the multiverse and it's like oh no and everyone else will be like who's that <laughs> <laughs> um, so I get, you almost have to watch it they're almost forcing you tying you down and saying if you want to enjoy these movies anymore you gotta watch your TV shows but you know, that's going to round off our uh, month of Marvel Marathon, you know. Uh, it was fun. I think it's. I think post-pandemic Marvel is definitely an interesting animal. Uh, it very clearly was not set up to do the things it's, it's doing in the way it's doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we were definitely going to take some more time between Black Widow and the shows, but everything got upended and turned around, so here we are. Kind of curious to see how they kind of come back from that stumble. I have to admit, I'm kind of excited for Shang-Chi. You know, I think it'll be out by... I mean, it'll be out by the time... We'll probably have already seen it by the time this episode airs, but at the time of recording, Shang-Chi hasn't happened yet. I don't know. Are you excited for any of the upcoming Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff? What is that? Shang-Chi and the Eternals? Sure. No? Yeah. I'm just down to see some kung fu on a on an MCU budget. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's Shang Chi can just be that and I'll be like, I'm I'm fine. This mm-hmm. is good. I don't need it to be anything more than that. The Eternals though looks like if it's really bad, it's just gonna be like superhero Oscar bait. Yeah. That's my worry is that that's where it's gonna go. And I'm like, it's gonna be real hard to take seriously if it's like what happened to the Avengers? <laughs> and just like this is an Oscar movie, huh? <laughs> um, though the director, Chloe Zhao, is, you know, she won the Oscars last year, so maybe she can do it again with, with the Eternals. Who knows? But, Amber, can you tell us uh, uh, what we got going on for, for next month, like thematically, and maybe even what we're starting that off with? So next month, we are going to be starting our spooky Halloween countdown. That's right. Again. But this time, we're going to be going in different peri- like time periods. And so we'll be starting off with Nosferatu. Yep, that's right. We're kind of doing a count up. Yeah, count up. <laughs> spooky Halloween count up. Um, Yeah, so we really liked doing horror movies last time, and we were like, let's do a whole month of them. So finally, we're getting around to doing a month, an October-based scary shit thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Amber had the brilliant idea of, like, what if we did, like, kind of a Halloween, or scary movies, I guess, through the ages, right? Mm -hmm. So we got a a few that picked out that sort of range from, apparently, literally, almost literally 100 years ago, like Mm -hmm. 99 years ago. Um, to today, uh, we're just only picked four, you know, obviously next year we might do some more, um, pick some different eras, but yeah, we're kicking it off with the silent film classic Nosferatu. So don't worry, we'll talk about it. We're not just going to sit here in silence and just have like captions come up in a video or something (laughs) like like the movie, but yeah, so, um, 
Yeah, that movie came out in 1922. Guys, it's been like 99 years. That's that's pretty fucking wild. Um, yeah, so join us for that. Get your Halloween spooktacular stuff on. And uh, yeah, until then, though, I'm one of your hosts, Thomas. I'm Amber. And this is So What Happens Next, small screens. We'll see you guys next week.